That is Dave Suliker. That is Daniel Bizwicki. And I'm Nick Rowan. <laughs> this is Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast for Bethlehem Baptist Church's South Campus in Lakeville, Minnesota. Are you interested in learning more about our church? You should call the church office, 612-246-7650. And you can talk to uh, Emily or Rachel, and they'll tell you all about our church. Mm. Be great. Or you could also go to the website. Bethlehem.church forward slash location forward slash south dash campus. Is that the correct number? Uh, it is. Okay. All right. Took me a second to uh, to remember. It's uh, it's not. It's not. 612-746-2650. Yeah. Oh. Good thing Dave checked. <laughs> a little dyslexic up in, up in here. Well, uh, guys, we're here. It is the, uh, the final podcast that we're recording before the election on November 3rd. Who are you voting for? Dave, go ahead. Uh, my commitment is that no one, perhaps not even my wife, <laughs> will ever know. All right, Nick, who are you? Who are you voting for? <laughs> he just held up his cell phone and played crickets uh, on there. Okay, all right. Um, what about you? Uh, I am also not really planning on sharing. So mainly because. Uh, uh, of all the various convictions that I hold and other things, including political, like earthly political convictions. Yeah. Um, I feel that they're relatively less of weight in comparison to the unity that I want to maintain, uh, the bond of peace, the unity of the spirit. So um, I I love my brothers and sisters in Christ at South Campus, and I care deeply about the outcome of their faith. Um, and I think the ballot box does matter, but it's the lesser uh, matter of the law is often the way that I think about it, but I do think it it does matter. And we saw several good articles passed around uh, this week by uh, people in Bethlehem's orbit, including our pastor emeritus John Piper, uh, just arguing about uh, for different uh, outcomes and voting and things of that nature. But and just because I think the ballot box is the least weighty matter, as it were. Your opinion, you know, you're listening to this, your opinion might be different. You might want to, like, actually just say, like, I'm voting for this person and this is why. And like we said, there's a lot of, uh, we saw a lot of good articles going back and forth about different opinions about voting and why people are voting their consciences. And you might differ from us. And that's totally okay. Totally okay. We're making room for each other's consciences in this election year and continuing to walk uh, faithfully as a blood-bought family together. Um, so Dave, uh... Oh, and guys, we should get tacos later. You know why? Because somebody stole a base in the World Series, and there are free tacos today. Really? On October 28th at uh, Taco Bell. It's true. Taco Bell. Taco Bell, South guys. South Campus. It's like, it our, it's like our food mascot. <clears throat> food mascot is... Wait, wait, wait what mascot? The, the little chihuahua or the, no, the, the actual restaurant? The restaurant. Can a restaurant be a mascot? No, it's a food mascot. Okay. Try to keep up, Daniel. It's fine. Just trying to keep this vibrant. <laughs> vibrant. Guys, just vibrant. So uh, starting Sunday, uh, we are going to begin a series on Book of Acts. Dave, are the other campuses going through the Book of Acts right now? Uh, downtown is starting the Book of Acts this Sunday as well. North is going to start it, I think, in February. Okay. But they're, they're doing, uh, I think, a shorter series through Habakkuk. Before and then they're, they're going to do kind of a unique Advent oh, service. Oh, Habakkuk! That's the one. He's the complaining prophet. 
right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's the one that complains about God's providence, and then God uh, shows him a thing or two, and uh, he stops complaining over three over three chapters. Okay, that's good. So with Acts coming up, uh, we thought we'd do a a podcast both uh, in light of where we're at as a church and in light of where we're going in the Bible, and just kind of do a little bit of a a preview, a setup kind of podcast um, that will launch us into our Acts series. So. Dave, what do you want to say about the book of Acts or leading up to the book of Acts? Man, um, I want to say a lot of things. I've been studying it for a while now, so I should probably, probably shouldn't ask me that question. Uh, mainly, mainly, I'm excited. Uh, I think it's a great follow-up to 1 Peter. You know, 1 Peter is a place where we, we so clearly saw our identity as citizens of the kingdom of heaven, sojourners and exiles, and we really get to see who we are and then what we're called to do uh, in First Peter, and I think what's unique about Acts, as you look at the early church, is you really get to see the all of that kind of on the move. You kind of get to watch it play out. You get to see the the people of God, really with the Word of God, empowered by the Spirit of God, and they they spread the fame of God. And so I think it's it's an exciting thing, and I, and I also get excited because you you see that empowered by prayer. And you see a, a group of people really devoted to the word and prayer. So I think those are, it's kind of Sunday school 101. Mm. But I, I, I just think we couldn't be too fervent about prayer. Um, I think the South Campus is at a place where, as we've moved to campus specificity in a lot of ways, it's exciting for us to think about how do we carry out this mission in the South Suburbs and to the nations. And we, we get to see how that worked. It's also exciting just to think that we we are the product of that promise in verse 8. So Jesus said, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. You're going to go to the ends of the earth, and here we are, a product of that promise, and we get to then partake yeah. in in the privilege of the mission. So yeah. Minnesota is the ends of the earth. So feels like it when feels like it when snow comes in There's October, doesn't in it? October. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Nick, who wrote most of the New Testament? Uh, Paul? No. Oh. oh. Man, so obvious. He got you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bummer. It's, uh, On it, air. Yeah, yeah. Luke Luke wrote most of the New Testament. So. All right. It's Luke then. Yeah, it's Luke. Um, Especially well, if you think that Luke wrote, wrote Hebrews. It's true. Which oh, making up for it. Some of us. <laughs> <laughs> making up for it. Nice. I see what you did there. Nice. Uh, he knows his stuff. Yes, so um, so Acts, Acts as part two, see what I did there, to uh, to Luke's gospel, which is part one. Uh, Nick, how would you how would you compare Luke's gospel to the Book of Acts? Like, what's a, what's an analogy you draw? Or what would be the, the how is uh, Luke interrelated to the Book of Acts? Well. He wrote the book of Acts. Yes. Okay, that's good. So, All right. <laughs> and maybe Hebrews. <laughs> and maybe exactly. So, <laughs> so, <clears throat> I mean, I guess what I would say is, whereas Luke is about Jesus's earthly ministry, Acts then is about the continuation of that um, in the birth of the church and Jesus's works through the Spirit and how the church is born and how that is carried out. Um, in, in the apostles' ministry then, after yeah. Jesus leaves. Yeah, so the, a gospel, which is a genre of literature, um, that we have four of the gospels in a sense. Luke, as the acts of the apostles, but yea, 
the acts of the Holy Spirit through the apostles right. kind of acts as a gospel. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a continued biography of Jesus worked out through his people. I like to think of it like the gospel of Luke is like Star Wars episode four, mm. a new hope. Mm. And acts Never is like it. Star Wars episode five, the empire strikes back, but it's not, it's not the bad empire. It's the good empire striking back. Mm. It's Jesus's empire being known all over the world. You can use that, Dave, on Sunday if you did, want. Did the microphone just pick up that Dave just said he's never seen it? Wait, you've never seen Star Wars? Uh, not not any of the newer ones. My brother was really. What into about the, the older, older ones? I just mentioned the older ones. Episode four and five are the first two. Oh, yeah. See, I don't even know what order they were made in. Uh, so Dave. I probably have seen those, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> Dave. Don't Dave. ask me what other movies I haven't seen. I'll be <laughs> quickly uh, church disciplined or something for not seeing <laughs> Lord of the stop, Rings. Stop talking. <laughs> Just stop talking. All right. So uh, if Luke acts mm-hmm. as part one of acts, Ba-dum-t. part two, uh, what what is the significance in the gospel of Luke that uh, we just need to be aware of if we're going to be going through Acts. Any big passages, any big things that are important as we think about the book of Acts? Well, I do think I do think there's themes that are similar. So I think Luke, as a gospel, is the gospel where you see the most emphasis on the Holy Spirit as far as proclaiming the Holy Spirit's role in proclaiming Christ. Uh, Luke of the Gospels is probably the the gospel where you see the most emphasis on prayer. And uh, Luke, as a gospel, uh, might be where you kind of see the movement to the Gentiles as well the most. And so those are uh, three. Oh, the other thing I'd say, too, is Luke Luke just has all sorts of Old Testament uh, that that's prophecy fulfilled. And uh, you see that in Acts all the time, too. So those those things continue in Acts. And, and like Nick said, I think the kind of the connecting verse uh, would be Acts uh, 1.1, where it says, In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach, mm-hmm. which means this new account is what Jesus is continuing to do and teach by the Holy Spirit. And you're going to see again the Holy Spirit, prayer, movement of the Word of God and the glory of God to the Gentiles, and uh, with a lot of Old Testament, uh, hey, this is a fulfillment of what God has already uh, promised would happen. So I think I think there's a lot of thematic similarities in the two. Yeah. Uh, you ever taught on the book of Luke or the book of Acts before, Nick? No, I haven't. You haven't? Okay. Are you, are you planning on preaching this upcoming year? Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if Dave will have me. Yeah. So Dave, will you have, will you have us preach? Yeah. For, are we only hearing from you? No, the lone visionary. The lone visionary. Hmm. No, uh, there's already there's already other people planned to preach. You know, you're preaching the prayer sermon from Acts. Mm, yeah, January third. Uh, Chris Bruno is preaching uh, sometime here in November. Um, and then, yeah, and then we got our January series. The the rest of that, and then I'm sure other people will be preaching in February and March. So, yeah, yeah there will be other preachers. That that I mean, that'll be one thing to say is that that'll probably be the new normal when there's other preachers it won't be stepping out of the passage we've been in or the book we've been in we'll just continue that series with uh with other elders from the south campus mainly expository preaching verse by verse i think i've heard about that 
before someplace. Um, anything from Luke 24, anything that sets up uh, the book of Acts particularly well as the gospel of Luke ends that's worth mentioning, talking about? Well, Luke 24 is basically, um, it basically gets repeated in Acts 1. So there's a, there's a long uh, link so Jesus is talking to the to the disciples, um, and he's he's just uh, showing them his hands and feet, and and then he he says to them, "These are the words that I spoke to you while I was still with you: that everything written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled." And he opened his minds, their minds, to understand the scriptures. And then he talks about how he had died and rose from the dead, and he says, "You are witnesses of these things." So you're witnesses of this prophecy fulfilled of my death and resurrection. And behold, I'm sending the promise of my Father upon you, which is the Holy Spirit. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Uh, so, and we basically see those same things repeated again in Acts 1. Uh, so it's, uh, the, the one thing I'd say that, that Luke 24 adds uh, that's, that's interesting is we often think uh, between Jesus's uh, ascension in the Holy Spirit coming that the uh, apostles were like hidden away somewhere just kind of praying and uh, Luke 24 uh, it says and they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God and so the picture we have between his ascension and the Holy Spirit coming is uh, worship in the temple and then Acts 1 uh, 12 and following prayer so you just got these I mean, they're already they're already getting after the Lord. Uh, you know, they're they're getting after Him in worship between between those times coming. So that, that's that's uh, an encouraging little nugget from into Luke twenty four. That here's this this great joy that's already flowing from them to God in the temple day by day. Amen. How do you think the Book of Acts is going to help uh, just us in post election into? Whatever God has for us in 2021, may it be a little bit different than 2020. Um, just what are, what are some themes or some things that you guys know of in the book of Acts that just like, it's going to help us as a church? Well, it's interesting that the first week in Acts is right after the presidential election. It's about uh, casting lots for who's going to be the next apostle. So oh. Oh. <laughs> lines up. Interestingly, <laughs> so if you're if you're having trouble making your decision, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cast lots. It's a little, I think it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, the apostle thing yeah. is definitely more important. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. true. Yes, yep. deciding the next uh, apostle. Um, but I, I think for us as a church, um, it it it's. Acts is just so focused on the birth of the early church and what does a church do and how should we be thinking about the ends of the earth and what, what our mission is and things like that. Um, and so I'm just really excited for us as a church to be thinking about like what is, what are we supposed to be doing um, as this blood-bought family. And, uh, and so that's kind of one of the reasons that um, on Wednesdays now, um, starting after so we've got global focus this wednesday and then next wednesday we're doing a, a prayer night um immediately following the election but very, then after very acts like yes worship and prayer we're going to just <laughs> pray for our nation um and then after that we're going to start on wednesday nights a class called church essentials 
which is basically just what is the church? How does the church? How, how is the church supposed to function? Um, and what do we do as as a blood bought family? And so those things are just kind of meant to coincide with kicking off the book of Acts um, and how we're supposed to function. So I think that that's just going to be really good and healthy for us uh, in in majoring on in in a culture with all this turmoil that's going on. Um, pandemic, civic unrest, all these things. What are, what are we supposed to do as a church? Who are we? And Acts is going to help us in that, and then hopefully this Wednesday class will help us yeah. coincide with that as well. Yeah, so not, not disengaging um, from culture at all, but engaging right. in the right way. Yeah, as, as the church, and like what actually is our sphere of authority yeah. as the church versus you know, all others. Yeah. Yep. Good. What would you say, Dave? How is Acts going to help us in 2020 and beyond? Yeah, I said the Sunday school answer thing before, but sometimes I think in this new season as a as a self campus, uh, you know, it, it Acts is encouraging because oftentimes we think, oh, are we are we going to do outreach? Are we going to do inreach? Are we going to do care? Are we going to do evangelism? And I I think what we see in Acts that's so encouraging to me is that if we're a people devoted to the Word and prayer. Uh, we are going to be compelled to care for each other. You know, you think of Acts 2, 42 to 47, and we are going to be compelled to share the gospel, and God is going to see fit by his spirit to empower his church with all the different gifts that he's given to us. Some of us are better at evangelism. Some of us are better at hospitality. He's going to empower his church to, in a holistic way, make much of the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so... It's a it's a helpful back to the basics and like Nick said, uh, back to the basics that in the midst of times it can be very distracting. Like what? Why are we here? Acts makes very clear you are here to know and make known Christ in His kingdom, and it, it really is that simple and that profound. And I I hope we get that. Yeah. Amen. 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 Good. Anything else you guys would say about the Book of Acts or what are we? I mean, how long will Acts take? What are we thinking? Thinking most of 20, well, yeah, 20, all of 2021, uh, give or take. And then what might happen on the back end of that? Oh, man, Daniel. <laughs> He's always fishing. <laughs> He's dancing here in the studio. Um, <laughs> the studio, we, a.k.a. The, studio, the, conference the conference room. Yeah, I call it the studio. It makes it feel official. Um, we, uh, it'll probably be all of 2021. We will... Uh, people probably notice we'll go at a, a faster pace. I think when you do narrative, it's actually helpful to go at a little bit quicker pace to get the momentum of the book. Um, so I don't, I don't have it all mapped out yet, but probably through the end of 2021, there's been a a, a group of people, uh, as we've talked about, as like pastoral staff too. A few people have really thought Genesis might be another place to go if we go New Testament, Old Testament, and then there's a another person who thinks that after genesis we should do revelation a small minority if you will it's fair it's fair just a big man in a little man's body <laughs> trying to break out vibrant vibrant <laughs> that's good that's good did you say did you say what he wants us to do next <laughs> or did i cut you off before you said that no no he he yeah. I mean, okay he, all right yeah, yeah well, i mean we'll see I, I mean none of that's set in stone but in in one of my uh we're going to add in kind of quarterly 
this service and sermon review stuff at the elder meeting, and I'm, I'm eager to hear from the elders as they're getting to know our people, the burdens they're feeling for where we should go next to. So it's not just up to me, which I'm really grateful for. Yeah. Amen. Brothers, thanks for uh, speaking into this. I'm excited to go through the book of Acts uh, with you guys uh, starting here uh, on November 1st. And uh, hopefully uh, see a lot of fruit on the back end of uh, just being that serious as we continue to walk faithfully. Grace to you.